Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Knicks podcast, where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA and sports. I am Jason Talbot, and with me on this fine, fine Monday is Marcus Chinqui. None other than Marcus Chinqui. Gotta ask you, Marcus. How the hell are you? <coughs> oh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm choking on a raisinette, man. <laughs> Feeling good. Got my holiday snacks. <laughs> raisinettes. I, it's, you it's know, it's good. a new one. I haven't had raisinettes in a long time, but I was in CVS and I said, you know what? Why not? I had a friend who would always put raisinettes in her popcorn at the movies. And I've, you told I've, me about that, friend. I've come to find a lot of people do that. Let us know if you're if you're one of the yeah. One of the I, I mean, I'm a Raisinette supporter, but in the popcorn, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then yeah, you the got candy, you got the bunch of crunch. Yeah. That I, well, I'm a big bunch of crunch guy. Yeah, that's more your speed. But I still, I don't mix the popcorn. I don't know. And you don't even Keep share popcorn, so who knows? What, <laughs> I do not like to share popcorn. <laughs> who knows what's um, in there? I don't like it. <laughs> I, want my, I want my own bag. Get out of here. But I, I I've grown. I've grown over the years. I, you I've, get married. You gotta. You gotta share, share some things. I. Literally. But I also. What I do is before the movie starts and the previews, I'm pulling the popcorn away <laughs> to the side. I have to monitor the popcorn. Exactly. Exactly. I've I've done that and, too. Girls don't like it. And uh, the wife, they, she likes butter on the popcorn. Like I mean, most people do. Don't get me wrong. I like only a little bit of butter. I think too much butter, your lips start getting chapped, and it's like, it becomes unenjoyable. You get sick, your stomach starts to hurt. Wait, why would your so, lips get chapped from butter? From all the butter. It's oil. It should make your lips keep them smooth. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I guess it's it's a mix. It's like this weird popcorn, lip chap, oily, I mean, maybe not cha- it's It's all know. the salt. I don't know. But. Maybe it's me. But you gotta have these, these lips. <laughs> I don't know. Man. You gotta have good distribution. Like you know my whole routine when I go yeah. to movies and get the popcorn. It's a whole thing. But you know that's. Uh, it's kind of funny we're talking about popcorn. We did did not really plan that. We're gonna be talking a lot about this decade and and movies included. We're always you know we're talking Knicks basketball of course, but we're we're talking movies. We're talking, we're talking TV. food. Uh, we're. We, we can't always talk about the Knicks unless talk Knicks because we'll, we'll go nuts. We can't. We, we just can't do that. But this episode, we're coming to the end of a decade. So we're going to keep this, the theme of this episode, all about this last decade. Crazy to think a decade has gone by, you know. It's, I know. It's a lot of, um, 10 years is a long time. You know? it, I think what's crazier is when, when you brought this idea, starting to think about, too, just the Knicks just over this last decade. <laughs> It's like it's been a ride, man. But it's it started kind of <laughs> promising though in that first part of the decade. Well, should we just yeah. should we just get into it? Let's. I mean, now? let's. I mean, well, well, how about this? Before we get into the decade stuff, is there any just current Nick stuff? We were saying before, there's not really much to talk about. We don't want to get into the previous games. You know, there's really not much news. Um, I kind of wanted to ask you just your thoughts about the coaching. I think that's the biggest thing. Because I don't know about you, I've noticed a pretty significant difference. We had a small sample size the last time we talked uh, of some games without Coach Fisdale and uh, getting to see Coach Miller. I don't even, even think of saying like Coach Miller. It doesn't even 
don't know. It seems seems weird. I don't know. It is weird. Um, but I gotta tell you, taking out wins and losses, whatever. I just like all the things we were complaining about Fizdale doing. I feel like Miller was sitting sitting back, also not liking what Fizdale was doing because you he's doing all the things that I thought Fizdale would be doing, getting guys in that we think should be on the floor, rotating guys better. I mean, the one thing I will say that you can't blame Fizdale for is Mike Miller does have Alfred Payton back, which we talked a little bit last time. I think is the biggest difference Mm -hmm. for sure. Having that guy who has now worked his way in to being the starting point guard, which again, the results are the Knicks are still losing They're You know, they just play the bucks. It's going to happen. But I like how it's almost as though he's watching the game and seeing the flow of the game and then putting in personnel that he thinks yeah, and it's it, best for that time. And he's not that, afraid so to crazy? just, like, yank guys out of the game if they're not doing anything. You know, like, yeah. Dennis Smith, if you're not making buckets, you're out, you know? And he's not afraid to make those quick rotations. And I'm happy with what I, with what I see. You know, it's th- they're 3-3 three and three since he took over. I think. I think that's gone. Or is it three and six? <laughs> yeah, I think I think <laughs> it, it was three and three at one point, and now uh, the losing streak uh, is starting, and probably will continue. Yeah, it's that's usually what happens. New coach, you get the energy going, and then you know you start playing good teams. They got they got the Wizards you tonight. Uh, when you're listening to this, I'm sure the Wizards game had already happened. I think Marcus Morris will not be playing. Uh, and there's a couple guys out as well i i Taj gibson i think is out too it's the wizards they're at home anything the, could happen yeah, the wizards are an eight win team so you know who knows the only thing i have seen that's like still carrying over and like they 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 corrected for a little bit but the leaving three-point shooters open and yeah. the rotations and miller's doing better on the rotations he's not having them switch everything and doubling everything which was yep. what was driving me nuts with Fisdale was that they double all the time and someone's wide open. But they did play two teams that just, that's their whole game is they surround their stars with shooters. Yep. So it's going to happen. But now it's almost like you're seeing a blueprint of what they need. They need shooters. And they don't yeah. have. It's like Milwaukee has, I mean, Lopez, who I still don't give any love to, but <laughs> I love Robin. Don't love, I hate Brooke, but I love Robin, so <laughs> I'm happy to see him there. But it's uh, he might be he might be on my 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 all is decade it, team. Who is knows? it because is it is it because he's a New Jersey net? Like where does that even? I don't know. He from? just looks like a weird dinosaur, and it's weird to say because they're identical <laughs> twins. But the, <laughs> it's that like the haircut. I don't know. Robin, he's oh, got the crazy man. hair. Just seems like more of a fun guy. But it is funny to see. Have you seen like the Bucks' new uh, like their pregame ritual with the wrestling moves in the in the in the tunnel? I don't think I have. Is that isn't that like a Robin Lopez thing? Like yeah, kind of brings that pretty much. Giannis just beating him up and doing like the the uh, the snake finishing move on him, and they just do like wrestling moves. Oh, on that's awesome! Lopez I gotta and, check that out. How it's I pretty. It's this? pretty good. They do it like for every game now, but. So at least he's getting taken care of in the locker room. So, you know, 
I'm glad you brought up the whole three-point shooting thing on defense because into our decade theme of today's podcast, I think that's one of the things we wanted to talk about was the evolution of the NBA of in the in the last 10 years and some of the biggest changes we've seen. And that was one of the things I wanted to bring up right away. And which is so frustrating with the Knicks is that the league, even with the rules, has evolved to spreading out the floor and letting shooters shoot. And you need to get three-point shooters on your team if you want to be successful. I mean, and it seems pretty it's obvious. pretty obvious, yeah. Like, that's the <laughs> so, way the league has been going for the last 10 years. And I don't know, can we just not... Like, I guess we kind of have a couple, but they don't position them as just spot-up shooters. Like, you're not going to find your... Your Corvers and those kind and like JJ Redick and those kind of guys really anymore. But we have it, like Dotson is a three point shooter. Yes, Trier could be a three point shooter, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah, but like they don't have guys that they don't put them in the position to just be spot up shooters. Like Knox could become that, but I feel like he's got more skills than just being a three point shooter. Yeah, Marcus Morris kind of became a three-point specialist somehow thank god (laughs) and that's the thing like all these guys they kind of turn into it because they know that that's where the league is going but i don't think we're running an offense that highlights that no and maybe they need to start doing that i don't know and i and honestly i think defense on the defensive end is just as important if the league is becoming more three-point friendly you gotta defend the defend the three that's and with the three-point shooting percentages going up and the amount of threes that are being taken, you have to pay attention to the three ball. And I get you want to stop everything inside, and you can say, okay, a three-point shot is a much more low-percentage shot, so you want to let them take those. You'd rather a team take a three than get an easy layup. But in today's NBA, I don't think I agree with that anymore. You have to be guarding that three-point line and at the same time, like, no easy layups, but do I want a guy... I mean, if, if you're playing the Knicks, you don't mind giving them an open layup because there's probably a 50-50 chance if it's even going to go in. You don't know. <laughs> um, but this Knicks team moving in the future, they really got to, like, think about where the league is moving and adjust to the league. And I think everyone wants to go to the past. Oh, the rough Knicks, the rough and tough. Yo, we're going to body you up, this and that. That's all great. I love that New York attitude. But you got to play the game the way it's played, and right now it's a different game. And if than you it think was about, if you think about like ago. the the one really good team we had this decade, that was a big part of it. Was the oh the, my god? Should, yes. Should we, should we go? Should we go into? Sure. Should we start yeah, going all decade? Let's go all yeah. decade. You know, let's let's do it. Let's hear it. Hit me. So easily the best team, not just because of record, but you know. They were just a good squad. Yeah. Was that 2012, 2013 team? Yeah. We were the happiest of Nick fans where like New York, we actually thought we had a chance at doing something. I mean, that was insane. 54 wins. Yeah. We won the division. Yep. Won a playoff series. Won a playoff series. But you look at that team. So the starters, you had Tyson. Yep. Love Tyson. Uh, Amari, yep. Mello, yep. Raymond Felton, 
And was that Ronnie Brewer that year? Was he starting? Jay, was Jr. Was he starting? Because Jr. was coming off the bench. Oh, yeah, but I, yes. But he but, was the core guy. He was yes. one of the core guys. At the, the end of the game, your lineup, when everyone was on the floor, not punching fire extinguishers. I believe was that the same. Yeah, that was the year before. It was. Yeah. Why was Amari was out though that year? In the Indiana series, he was out a good chunk because Mello was playing the four. And Kenyon, at one point, the Knicks put out there Tyson and Kenyon. Oh yeah, that's good. Front the kid court. fell apart. We had Rasheed Wallace for a little bit at the beginning of the year. Mike Woodson, like everything, all the veteran. That, that was a crazy year because <laughs> they started off so hot. Jason Kidd forgot how to play basketball by the end of the year. It was just, I don't know what was going on. You remember the uh, but, the, head, the headband with Jason Kidd? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm losing my memory here. Why uh, Amari was out for a number of games in that? Indiana I mean, series. it's always the same. It was always the same thing with him. You know, like load management and like the knee. Something, something happened. Yeah. So there was some, always something going on. But I remember they started out like 18 and 6 or something. Yeah. And we're like, this, they is, were unbelievable. this is crazy. And you yeah. had guys like, you know, Jason Kidd was a three-point shooter. And when he was on the floor, you know, like that's when you have a legit point guard. That's probably the last real point guard we had. Yeah. And, and, and Raymond, Raymond Felton, Felton, him and Tyson running that pick and roll, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It was easy. They easy as buckets you're going to get. Tyson, Defensive Player of the Year. J.R. Smith, Sixth Man of the Year. Uh, oh, Ota, Steve Novak. Talking about three-point shooters. I mean... That's the kind of guy you want on the team. It's just like, he stands in the corner and you know... You feel good every time he puts the ball up. Every... That that squad... The AARP Everybody squad, had a role. And everyone knew what their role was. And it was a true team. Unfortunately, by the time they got to Indiana with some injuries, people weren't playing. As we said, Rasheed Wallace was no longer around. Kid was just struggling. They were missing personnel, and they they couldn't figure Mellow it out. And Indiana injury. was pretty good at that point. Man, the Roy Hibbert years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was. New York was buzzing. Basketball was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, was it? That, I mean, wait a minute. Was it? Was it that year? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, we could talk about a, a sad moment during that playoff run where oh, we yeah, got yeah, scammed yeah. for some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> While living in Boston buying fake tickets because we, we had never been to a playoff game. First, and, uh, uh, first round. Have it. <laughs> yeah, and I still... <laughs> Who would have known that that was going to be like one of our last chances too? Uh, because the next don't. But they, they did the win that game, game six. They won it. Uh, I won a free we did. jersey. After you want, that, because uh, after oh, yeah, that game, yeah. when we took the photo of all of our Knicks gear and took that photograph, and I tweeted it out, and I won a, a J.R. Smith jersey. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it, but <laughs> it's autographed. It's going to be worth something one day. Yeah, they're like, you know it's signed. I was like, oh, really? I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll keep it. Then. Yeah. I mean, is there really another – there's not another Knicks team that competes – I mean, not one that the I think be- got to the year that, before. Not one that got like, to that level, but the year before, we had Lynn Sanity, the 2011-2012. I mean, yeah, it was Dan exciting Tony coaching. It was it was exciting. You know, like I remember when that when that took off, and we were like, "Oh, what is what is going on here?" I remember watching that first. I think it was against the Nets or something, 
that they put him in, and Jeremy Lin is going crazy. And then he played. That was wild. He had a game winner against the Wizards or the Raptors, I think. And then that game against the Lakers, where he just like torched them for like thirty six or something. Like it was insane. It was great. It was a great moment in uh in the decade. I'll, I'll, I'd say that. But also, if you look at the rosters on some of those teams, it's like, <laughs> outside of those main guys we were talking about, it's, it's it's kind of a funky hodgepodge of guys on that on that team. <laughs> some people you probably don't even remember, years. but... It's crazy to think how long ago that was. That was the beginning of the decade. Knicks have come a long way. A Carmelo out there now, play, playing ball with the Trailblazers. Love to see that. We're all happy for him. Uh, I mean, other than that, not many, not many bright spots. Uh, you know, it's then the Phil era. I mean, there's just you know, I, it was I think like the, after that first, after that second run, and you know, we had the same, a lot of the same core, but that 2013 squad was, you know, Tyson was hurt all the time. Uh, I think that was that was like the first. Thing was he broke his leg early in the season and we never really recovered from that and yeah Amari was in and out kid was gone mm-hmm. all the old guys we had like Canby's gone Kenyon I think yeah. might have still been there but Kurt Thomas I, gone Kurt, oh, I love Kurt. <laughs> you know I think I mean after that and for the rest of the decade I mean I think the only other really exciting time was probably the year that Porzingis was a rookie where there was a lot of buzz in New York and we were really excited because even as a rookie, I mean, he was, he was getting bodied everywhere, but the couple, like the dunk over LaMarcus Aldridge, there was just those couple plays where all of a sudden Nick fans were like, Oh my God, like we we have a guy who can play. And then we traded him for cap space and, (laughs) in tonight free agents but i'm not bitter about it or anything still i just mentioned it on every single podcast so make fans <laughs> remember that the next to that uh but yeah i mean do we do we think this next decade is going to be better than last decade i would think maybe there's like <laughs> the bar is pretty low an inverse on it maybe the back end of the next decade is going to be pretty good so instead of like these the first three years that we had in the twenty tens, the twenties, maybe like well, twenty seven, will I'm be gonna, will be all right. I'll say this, and obviously it's been soon. We just talked about Mike Miller. The fact in these few games that he's starting, you're getting to see a little bit more of the young guys. Like get seeing Knox out there again. Like you kind of are like you see the potential of some of the young guys again, and you're just like. I don't know. I'm getting Mike Miller for some reason. I, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's he's giving me a little bit of hope. I had no hope about a month ago. <laughs> you see a little bit more jolly. I don't know. He's yeah, a little just, more upbeat. Is it the purple shirt? I don't know. You feel it could be the purple shirt. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually, I, to be honest, I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. I'm feeling pretty down. This is a side note away from what we're talking about. Down. I was in my fantasy football championship, uh. <laughs> and Steve, who I'm playing back to back years, if you're listening. I hate you. I hate. I just hate you because you troll me every year, and you know 
that's all going to come crashing down. I'm, I'm like the Dallas Cowboys of fantasy football, <laughs> where I can put together even you know, good teams, good years. I go, I went 11 and two, cruise to the finals. Dalvin Cook goes down the week before. Then I got Chris Carson. He gets hurt in the game. Zach Ertz fractures a rib. DJ Moore gets a concussion in the first quarter. My whole team just done. Whole team's on injured reserve, just like that. Fantasy season's over. Second place. Two years in a row. The worst. Sorry to I'm hear. So, I'm so yes. mad. I'm so... Because now I got to wait a Burn whole another year. This. I got a whole another year of this. And I lost to the same guy. <laughs> What's the prize? Some 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 cold hard cash. Some, some cash. Huh? Prize. Yeah. <laughs> a nice little prize. So I get a nice little, a little second place. And I was trolling him because he's got Kenyon Drake, who went off. And I said, the only Drakes you're going to be getting are some Drake's coffee cakes. <laughs> and so good. now, as a side bet, i got to send them a family pack of Drake's coffee <laughs> cakes in addition to my loss. Full size or? I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what? <laughs> Buy your own damn coffee cakes. Okay, Steve? All right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. That's your big boy. <laughs> so mad. I'm so mad. Just, just like that, you know? It's like, it's like the playoffs. Like, if the, if the Knicks ever... Made it to the playoffs again. I mean, we've been there. They make it and then they lose. And you're like, oh, that's it. All right. Until next year. You got to retool. You got to start over. It just. But at least they got there. You, know? you, you had just, a shot. Uh, I had a shot. I know. 0 for 2. That's all, that's all you want. Ugh. It's just. It's like it's like the Knicks. Yeah. Get there in 2000, 94. You just can't close the deal. I got to make a call on the game tonight between the Packers and the Vikings. Because I'm in first place. In the Pick'em League for the first time well, ever. I'll tell you. Let, let's get a win. Let's get a W. I mean, I am wearing purple. Is it? Is it Viking, Vikings no, I mean, purple? Maybe, maybe that, it could be a, a, a purple Monday. They love that in I Minnesota. Would, to, to tell you, to be honest, I would go the opposite of whatever whatever vibes I'm giving <laughs> off. Go the opposite. Uh, All right. Back, back to basketball. <laughs> Talk about the next of the decade. Talked a little bit about the NBA. Uh, I mean, the NBA, we we follow it. We love we, we love the Knicks. We love the NBA. It's been a good decade. The rule changes and stuff. We talked a little bit about, you know, the three-point line. Um, I'll ask again. We said about the future with the Knicks. You know, the, going into the next decade of the NBA, a lot of talks of this tournament, a lot of talks of – and all these rule changes to make a lot of and all changes. this stuff. Like, are you are you happy as an NBA fan with with what's going on? I mean, I would it's... like to see some changes. You know, like and we've been talking about that for a long time, and they seem yeah. to be the only league that is open to changing things. Like Adam Silver, got to give him a pat on the back, but he's try he's trying things. So, you know, like there was talk of this, you know, the mid season tournament. Is it like it's a million dollar prize for every? player on the winning team yeah plus like an extra draft pick i think was the other Ooh. part of it which would be and it's all 30 teams it's not even like the bottom team just play yeah and then like the play-in for the playoffs which uh i don't know but it sounds like at least one thing that you've been talking about forever is just getting rid of the conferences when it comes to yeah, playoffs so and bummed. doesn't matter anymore. I know he no wants either. to do it for like the conference finals is to mix it up there, but yeah. you should just do it for the whole playoffs. I mean, the number eight seed in the in the East now 
is like five games under 500. And the Knicks are only like four losses out of that eighth spot. Like it, it's you're gonna have a team or two teams coming out of the East that are on losing teams. Yeah. So they're definitely they're definitely gonna switch something up yeah, about that. You gotta think I, they're gonna do I, that. I love the changes ideas. I mean, you got you got to stay with the times, and it's still basketball tournament. I mean, look at look at college man, the NCAA tournament. Tournaments are fun. Even in like soccer, play, that's all they do. Up, There's like eight different tournaments that yeah, go on it's, during, it's, during the year it gives it, it makes each game more meaningful and by doing the tournaments you can then in turn shorten the regular season yep. to make those games mean more you it just it's such a great idea the only the, this is the problem with with the leagues and getting them to change this stuff that they have issues with it's the stats that's what i think it really comes down to like baseball if you shorten the season i mean it's also money at times like baseball were to shorten the season but the great thing with the tournament is that now you could still play roughly the same amount of games so you're not going to lose money in ticket sales if anything you're going to make more money in ticket sales and it's it's just more exciting i i, I don't I, if you like the game of basketball you're there watching the game and some of the you know the purists and the older guys who've been oh no you know the division titles and blah, blah, blah. Get, get out of here. You're going to watch. And it's about the younger kids who are watching now, you know, a hundred years from now when the NBA is better and ever, no one's going to, you're going to be buried six feet under. No one's going to care what you think. <laughs> so just silver, keep doing you make the game more interesting. Um, the only, the only bad thing I will say with the NBA, I think the NBA gets a bad rap for being soft. Cause I think, Basketball still it's basketball's a tough sport. They're still getting bodies down there. Yes, they call a lot of fouls, this, that, and the other thing, but I will concede a little bit that these new it's a lot of ticky tack foul stuff that I want to get out of there where I understand the jump shooting rule about falling underneath the guy. I'm actually okay with that. I just think the refs got to do a much better job at when to call yeah, those. Yeah, because they're not they consistent with all of Too these. much, or when guys are kicking out their leg, they're not catching it. Uh, but I almost think you got to bring back hand, hand checks. If you're going to let – if now you can jump shoot and no one can be in your space, and now you can't even get up on the guy and do some hand checking, like, you can shoot threes all day. And everyone's doing it except the Knicks. So <laughs> – I I just I want I think it's a way to bring some of that toughness back and it, it'll just make the game that much more intense and I think I think you see more of it during the playoffs and they let it slide more where it gets a little tougher but I want to see that toughness in the regular season because you could tell I mean they're at a what what an eight during the regular season a seven maybe sometimes down to a six we we don't get up to that ten notch until the playoffs I want I want to see that a little bit more often you know. Uh, let's. We got a whole. We got a whole other. De- yeah, give me some <laughs> another, another decade to make some changes. So yeah, that's that's really all I got. Other than that, I'm a lot of NBA haters. They talk. They talk smack, but I'm okay. I'm good with it. Yeah, I mean they are. A li- it is a much softer league, and you know the the load management and all that stuff. And yeah, that's I kind of kind of hate that, but you know. I think they'll they'll figure out a way around it. I hope, but who knows? We got it. We got it. We got another yeah. ten years coming. 
And I just want the Knicks to be like relevant. It's about like <laughs> 20, 2023. Uh, maybe. Maybe we'll have something to yeah. to cheer about. Still doing this podcast, just <laughs> we're gonna keep we are gonna do this until the Knicks are relevant. We're, just, <laughs> we're gonna keep going. We believe. Um even though deep down I don't really believe, but still. Uh all right. So I'm I'm pretty good with basketball. Wanna move on? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's, let's keep it going. Okay, we talk a lot about <coughs> those raisinets. That's like oh those raisinets got, got, got you. Me. Good. <laughs> so on this on this wonderful podcast, let's talk Knicks. We like to talk about movies. We like to talk about TV shows. We like to talk about food. So let's talk about it. Okay. Let's start with some movies. Movies of the decade. You would send me a text asking me about what movies I've been feeling this decade. This was hard. It really was. You know, it took a. Uh, it was hard to think back all that time, and I was like, "Has anything really wowed me in the last yeah. ten years?" And I'm trying to. I was trying to think, like, what? What was it? I still. I. It's weird because I kind of have so. I believe of like what will this decade when people look back on this decade. What movie will it be known for? And my answer is a little bit, I'm not fully answering the question. So don't get mad at me. But I have, there are movies that I really like within the decade that are my favorite, my favorites. But I will say, first off, that I think this past decade, it's the decade of Marvel. Like, and depending which Marvel yeah. movie it's going to be, I mean, it ends with Endgame. I have not seen it yet. I know. Still haven't I seen just it got, yet. I, I just got Disney Plus. So, I'm be watching yeah. it soon. But <laughs> I think without a doubt, when you look in the history books, it from 2010 to 2019, it is the decade of Marvel. And it's just plain and simple. That is what it's going to be known for. That's All actually it. that's it's hard a good to, call. You, that's you know what I mean? Call. And you can't really pick out which one. I think you just look at the franchise and it just owned this decade. So pick your favorite movie. Maybe it's Black Panther. Maybe it's probably the one of the Avengers movies, uh, whether it's the first one. Uh, I thought the first one was awesome. Um, the second Thor was really freaking good too. Uh, but that, that's what I think movies wise is going to be known for. Um, a couple of honorable mentions. Cause for me, I actually think my favorite movie of this decade might be Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I, I, I went through a lot of movies. There was a lot of movies I liked. Actually, I also put out there in the animated film section, Coco, I don't know if you've seen it, man. Dude, I was I was tearing up. I mean, by the end of, if you're not like, tearing I'm, up during that movie, you don't have a soul. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> Pixar guy, and like I was shocked at how good that movie was. I was like, wow, like Pixar, like you got me good, man. <laughs> Even just I'm I'm getting a little emotional just thinking about it right now. Um, really, and then um, documentary. If you haven't seen Blackfish. It was a while since I saw it, but whew, I, I think about that. There's always something I see. I still don't watch want to TV see that. And, I don't know. And it, just... uh, it reminds me of it. Um, really excellent. But, I mean, Jonah Hill, freaking Leo. Yeah, this... It just, it was, it, again, I mean, come on. And Anyone people, who's seen and it, people, it's, it's people so aren't going to believe that this is true. And we say this every time we have to make lists. <laughs> really? Don't tell no. the other person what it is. And <laughs> I kid you not, 
the one I picked was I was like when I saw it on the list I was like Wolf of Wall Street man I love like that just movie. so good right and I never <laughs> thought that would be my number one but I'm like going through all the other movies I'm like oh that was good like yeah that was good too it's like uh, one and, and it's not like it's not even it's perfect up there with people wouldn't probably wouldn't put it up there with Scorsese's best movies but I was like man that's this is a good movie and when I watch it. I get an urge to watch it sometimes. It's never on, yeah. but when it's on like FX and it's on for four and a half hours, but it's. I, I talked about the Irishman last cast too, of, and how much I loved it. And like you said, like when you think of Scorsese, all of his like best films ever, maybe Wolf of Wall Street is like one of his best films. When you really, I mean, you got Raging Bull. I mean, there's so many good ones. I'm I'm all about Scorsese right now. I need to go back. I just want to watch all of them, but. That's that's what I kind of landed on. And I actually, I, I before we go to the next topic, I wanted to ask you, because there were some other movies that I haven't seen, um, and also ones that were on a lot of movie lists of being really good. Um, one of them I have seen, Moonlight. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was all that. <laughs> I thought it was, it was pretty good. It was a good, like, Oscar movie. I knew, like, when I saw it, I knew it was going yeah. to... Get the Oscar buzz and, but I was like, okay, Boyhood was up there a lot on a lot of lists. A number number one on a lot of lists. I've never seen. I've it. still never seen it. I always yeah. meant to watch it, but it's a I three can't... hour plus flick, and yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I can't imagine I'm gonna watch Boyhood and be like, oh wow, this is my new favorite movie. Just doesn't seem like that's you. Gonna you might. You never know. Um, <laughs> and then other uh, Get Out. You know, Jordan Peele made a big big splash. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it was good. La La Land um, is please. a lot of people love La La Land. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's, like, that's not. It's enough. It's it, ridiculous. Right, uh, Ryan Gosling um, saved. So Jazz. yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen. There are a lot of movies on the list I haven't seen. I think another. Oh, there was one more movie I wanted to give a shout out to that I haven't seen. Mad Max. When that movie came out, I people were going nuts. Everyone was telling me to see that. I still want to. But I'm kind of pissed I didn't see it in the theater. See it in theater. Because I yeah. feel like that's like a, you got to see it in the theater. Uh, I mean, so, it was good. I didn't like. I'm not a big Mad Max franchise person. Like I didn't yeah, see any of the other same. ones, and I just went and saw it with uh, with Max. Obviously. <laughs> was was he mad when he went? Uh, <laughs> no, he was <laughs> giggling as always. Um, but yeah, I saw we saw it in the theaters, and I was like, yeah, it's. So, you really had Wolf of Wall Street? That's that's, yeah, that's was, unbelievable. When I saw the list, I was like, Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, oh, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. That's, that did, might be it. Did you have a close second? I didn't even have a close second, to be honest. Like, I I didn't know what I was going to pick. and Because, uh, yeah, there I, weren't I'm a like, lot of movies that – I mean, if you want to think like movies that kind of make you go like, like whoa – and like a step back, Spotlight I thought was actually really good. Yeah, Spotlight was very good. And American Hustle was another one that I thought was also a very good movie. Birdman. Birdman was very good, but it, none of the Wolf of Wall Street was better. I thought, yeah, it's just a it's just a fun movie, and you know, it's, it's you got Leo being being great as always, and. All right, we're back. <laughs> I had a little break there for a second. Uh, 
Okay, Wolf of Wall Street. Weird that we both had that. <laughs> let's let's move on to sports movies of this decade. This was a weird one because it seemed like once 2010 hit, the amount of sports movies being made just took a huge dip. Uh, this I had to do some research. I got to be honest, I'm not really crazy about my answer. I just thought it was a really good movie. Uh, and, should we <laughs> should we just say them at the same time and see uh, if we have the same? Why don't you go first? Let's see. You you you. Start. So yeah, so I had to look through a lot of them. I feel like I could guess which one you're gonna pick. No way. But no way. Um, mine. There's so I have a I have two of them. Okay. And they are both the same sport. Okay. If that's These any are hint. definitely. You, I guarantee you didn't pick. <laughs> okay, so my first one, and I've only seen it one time, but it was really, really good, is The Fighter. The fi- that's actually honorable mention to The Fighter. And that was 2010, so it's kind of like... It was, right, it was yeah, right there. Yeah. I would say The Fighter and Creed. Creed I've never seen, and I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. <laughs> oh, man, you gotta... But people were raving about Creed. <laughs> I knew those the were first be... Creed was really good. I knew Creed. I was mean, it's good. essentially the same movie as Rocky, but yeah, you know, Sly gives a an, uh, an Oscar worthy performance. What other supporting. movies were you looking at? Because that, that was the thing. I was looking up movies, and I'm like, okay, I'm not picking the Foxcatcher. I mean, like, like Moneyball. Moneyball, which I thought wasn't that good. I actually never saw that. That's I've really it's it. it's okay. It got it got some uh, Oscar nods, but Concussion. Concussion was. Awful. I did not I thought it was care for it. Absolutely terrible. You know what another one I'll give an honorable mention to is uh and no knowing me, I think you'll you're you're probably surprised I didn't pick this. What? Um Hit me. Battle of the Sexes. I don't think I saw that. It's a tennis movie. It's a tennis movie, okay. There there yeah. there was a good tennis I, Tanya? movie. Uh I Tanya was my, my number one. <laughs> For the year, I, really? Yeah, that uh, that just I shows, almost did that. I almost picked. That I one. thought none and of the 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 big sports movies like Draft Day. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I just didn't think there was anything really that great all year. And like when I saw Itania, I'm like, that movie was good, like really good. And Margot Robbie was awesome in that movie. She's Love awesome. Her. I mean, and for Wolf me, again. <laughs> the fighter was really good. I actually want to catch that again. Um, there's always boxing movies like. Southpaw, I know, came out. People like that. The Million Dollar Arm was actually not bad. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I because yeah, I want. I I'll admit, I wanted to put I Tanya up there, and then I saw I forgot that the fighter was still in 2010. And, yeah. but, but I really, I I was excited for I Tanya. Saw it, loved it. But it really is shocking how much like there were so many sports movies. Good sports movies for in the 2000s, the, the first decade. There were a ton to choose from. It would be so much harder. Or just even sports movies in the past. I mean, classics. You got Rebound. You got... <laughs> uh, I mean, like, we can give a shout-out to uh, Remember the Titans. Yeah. Oh my, Coach, oh, Coach man, Boone. Coach Boone. The real Coach Boone and, uh, died last week, actually. Yeah, that was... That is my, my just number one... Left side. Oh, strong side. Yes. For you, Coach. Great movie. Ooh, man. It's got real. It's got real. So, yeah. That's funny. We're still, we're still on the same page. Uh, I actually saw 
The movie Real Steel. Does that count as a sports movie? <laughs> that movie was good, man. I really was liked that the, it. Like the robots? Yeah, and, it was good. Was it, uh, Hugh Jackman, man. Hugh Jackman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, movie was, <laughs> that movie was good. I liked it. Should we shout out Kevin Steele again? So, <laughs> so the next topic, TV shows. Now, this one's really tough. because We went back and forth, too, because you got movies that started in the 2000s into 2010 into the you know next decade but and i think we should count those i i don't think so at all i don't think i think i went back to the rule of the last movie stuff where it was like what this decade when you go in the history books what is the 2010 to 2019 gonna be known for and breaking bad is one of my favorite shows of all time but i don't think that wins i just don't because it started earlier. It started in 2008, so majority of it was in but once the 2010s. Yeah, but I th- I think because of when it started and the fan base, I just I can't. And it didn't really gear up until after I mean, 2010. That, the show got it, better each episode. Don't it got wrong. on. It got on to. It came on Netflix, and that's when it blew up. Was in like 2012 when everyone started watching it. But I, I mean, yeah. I see your point. I, it was hard for me. It just feels like Breaking Bad was just so long ago. I mean, Better Call Saul has come out. El Camino just came out. There's been so much more after yeah, that show yeah. that I kind of had to take it off the list. I mean, that- and I think I know I I could guess what you would pick at, at, using that criteria of what is the decade going to be known for. You think you know? And, yeah, I mean. It's, it's, I think it's pretty it's what obvious, most, right? I think it's what most people would say, but what would you, what do you think I I'm would say? Per- person say Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. It is, and it is, and we hate the ending, but because I've never watched it, so yeah. I that's why I wouldn't. Uh, I have no say really. I'll say it. The last season was garbage, uh, and the season <laughs> prior to the last season was semi garbage. Not not as garbage as the last season, but without a doubt, it's Game of Thrones. Unbelievable. But I got a lot of – when you go past Game of Thrones, then it gets really, really tough. Because you got comedies. You know what comedies. I put on there? Because I'm going – I went comedies. Yeah. I mean, we have some dramas. But a lot of those drama shows, they don't they – don't, they're not on for very long. Like – So, like Breaking Bad was only five seasons. Yes. You know, Homeland was one that was in there. But it was right. only good for like three seasons. But I will give my – one that's spanned the entire decade, mm-hmm. Modern Family. Modern Family. Oh, God, gross. Oh, my God. That makes good me show, so upset. But, I mean, it hasn't it's been good credit, the last, like, three and, seasons. Well, I'll but give credit what credit's due. I mean, it had a good run. I bought, I own Modern Family, like, season one through three on DVD. <laughs> so, I'm not going to throw too much shade on that. Uh, I would throw Parks and Rec above uh, Modern Family, no question. Did that start in... Yeah. What year did that? Was that 2012? I would throw... Yeah, early uh, 2012, I, I want to say, or 2011. I would also give Always Sunny Thank in Philadelphia things. a bigger shout-out than Modern Family uh, when it comes to those comedies. I want to give yeah, I want to uh, give Veep a shout-out. Oh. As well? Yep, yep. Uh, so strong. You got to give HBO... Uh, all the credit. Barry just started, but that show is on its way to to get recognition. I, I'm not. Again, I, I still gotta watch that. Like Tony yeah. was telling me, like that's uh, 
a great show. And he's like, you probably love that show. It, so it kind of just started, so I couldn't really give it there, which kind of also would then take away my argument about Breaking Bad not being in the decade. So I'm kind of kind of on both ends of that argument. Uh, so I see that. One I had for you that started in 2010. I didn't know if you were going to put it up there. MasterChef. I didn't even think of that, but yes. <laughs> it is one of the only reality shows that I still watch to this day. I am MasterChef. Gordon Ramsay all the way. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen, all the you, way from Hell's you tur- Kitchen. You turned me on to that, MasterChef. I, I wasn't watching. I was watching Hell's Kitchen before, yeah. but T- you're like, oh, we got to watch MasterChef. TV is way too hard. Right, thank you. There's just, but it's, there's just way too much going on. But I think I think Game of Thrones wins the decade of uh, When TV. you're talking, when you, when, you, when you queue it up like that of what the decade's going to be remembered for, definitely is Game of yeah. Thrones. And, and I'm sure. I still don't I have no interest in watching yeah. it, but you know, it's, I, I hear it's a good show. You should. I mean, you still should. It's worth it. Uh, I did have one more, two more show shout-outs. And that's it. I'm giving a lot of shout-outs here. American Crime Story. The O.J. Simpson story. With Cuba, oh. Travolta. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Schwimmer. Schwimmer. <laughs> so Throwing good. K. Brown. So, so good. Ooh, this is us? Oh, man. Uh, you go. You go in sitcom heavy of the sitcoms. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I watch a lot um, of sitcoms. You know, you know. But there's thing. one show that I also want to give an honorable, a, a true honorable mention. Uh, it, wait, wait. Let me see if I can. You, can I? Can I, don't I think guess what it is? Is it a reality show? No. Is it a? It was only two seasons. Masters of yeah. None. I was good. I was wondering if I was is, thinking that just now. Because, I was about to say Master of None. And but. what really sucks is that it's only two seasons, so it doesn't really get the recognition it deserves. If you've never seen Master of Emmys. None, both seasons are so different and just so good. Aziz, man. Aziz knows how to write right. a show. And not even just him, the other writers on that show. Like, it's all. They're, they're winning Emmys. Yeah. I'm, Good show. I haven't really been a big cartoon guy, but I would say based on popularity by people in general who are big in cartoons, Rick Bob Burgers are people are pretty. pretty I into watched that. an episode of that yesterday. Um, I was like, "That's actually kind of fun. yeah." People people <laughs> love it, man. Uh, but there was. Uh, I feel like I've you see I oh, I wasn't thinking about I can't believe MasterChef I didn't I didn't have on the list. Uh, I. You know, shows like Silicon Valley, are, I've been a huge fan, but after T.J. Miller left, it, it kind of went a little a little south. I think it's but, over. Like, I just watched the end of this past season, and I, wonder, I, I think it's the series finale. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I mean, that first season of that show was amazing. Yeah, th- this has been truly the the decade of, of television. I mean, where would you put Stranger Things? Oh my god, I forgot about Stranger Things. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, Stranger Things is my jam. Like, how did I forget that? Whew. Honestly, that's above... That's in my Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad... Oh, Mad Men too. That's another one that now, started Mad Men early. started in like 2008 Yeah, so, 2007. so did... But that's exactly when Breaking Bad started. I know, you said you didn't want to count it. I know, but now we're going to come do. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's too, TV's too hard, man. We can't we can't do TV. I think 
we could agree though, even of all these shows that are awesome and Breaking Bad is my jam, Game of Thrones kind of wins. This it's the decade of Marvel. It's a decade of Game of Thrones. It it's, it wins that the yeah. conver- the decade conversation yeah. thing and maybe I'll watch it in the next decade. We'll see. Yeah. I think you should. It really is uh, that good. I can't get past episode four. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it took. I get sleepy, and I'm just like, Ugh. I'll tell you what. I didn't get into Game of Thrones until the season finale of episode. The season finale of season one. That's when I really got into it. So it took me a while too, and I saw the first episode three times. That's the thing. I've tried to watch yeah. it like three or four you gotta times. Just, you, you gotta <laughs> get. Asleep. You gotta get through the first season. Just keep it going, man. And then you'll be extremely disappointed at the end. But it'll be worth it. <laughs> at least you can binge it and you don't have to wait week to week. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. The only other thing I wanted to bring up that we... The food. Now, this is food. tough because it's like... All I could come up with with food was what is... The same kind of so, thing we're doing right now. What is this decade? So, yeah, that's... That's what I was thinking, and um, when you say when you started to phrase them that yeah. way, I was like, okay, now I can say what I was yeah. thinking. And I don't, I don't think we really hit that in sports movies. I don't think there is a sports movie that will be known as like this decade. I don't think there was a, a powerful enough sports movie to really do that. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, Creed maybe because it's like a new. Everybody loves it. Yeah, so. it's the new Rocky, and they're gonna just keep making them like they did Rocky. So maybe. When it comes to food, should I? I kind of want to. You think we're gonna have the same thing? I, uh, they might be in the same ballpark. This one, maybe on the count of three, just. No, you go we'll first. See, you go we'll first. see if they're. You go first. Should I go first? All right. You want me to go first? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Because food, so, food has like blown up this decade with social media. That's where I think we're gonna have the same answer. We should have the same answer. I, I can't imagine what yours is gonna be, because my back. I, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I think it's the decade of the chicken wing. I, oh, okay. So, I've, yeah, you, very... you might have interpreted, I have a feeling we're maybe not interpreting this the same way, but I've gotten off decade boneless. Of the chicken wing. It was really big for me. I don't know if you watch Hot Ones with Sean Evans on YouTube. I sure do, yeah. It is just, everyone's talking about chicken wings. Pizza, <laughs> I give an honorable mention. One bite, everybody knows the rules. Shout out to Dave Portnoy. Prez, love you. Love watching your vids, man. But I got to give it to the chicken wing. It changed, my life is different. And I am I am all about, I mean, I've always liked the wing. You know me, but I've kind of been a wing. I mean, you've always hater. been a bone <laughs> yeah. guy. I'm bone in, baby. I'm back. <laughs> that's a good, yeah, Seinfeld, that's a good Seinfeld episode. I don't know why that's not. Or Larry's going to get on that in a new curve about boneless wings and bone in but i'm it's just everyone's about the chicken wings the original buffalo wing place in buffalo they actually opened a store in manhattan and i gotta go check it out i want to see what it's all about there and i call roger i've never had a buffalo wing buffalo buffalo (laughs) yeah uh but i'm 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 all about wings these days and that's a good that's that's a good one i would i would i would i would say Buffalo wings are kind of, you know, all all decades because it's been around forever. It's been around. I feel like it's just really they've taken it's off. It's really taken off uh, this year. But uh, there could be other. I have I had some other 
even styles of cooking I had, I thought I might go that way. The year of the grilling. I feel like grilling has really taken off, but I'm curious. So, what, you know, uh, what, what, what are you thinking? Mine was more a style lifestyle. Okay. And I say it's the decade of gluten-free. Gluten-free. Yeah, that's... that's... Is that's what everything is about going... Everyone wants to be gluten-free, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Unless you have a legitimate allergy to, like, wheat or something, you can't just say, oh, I'm gluten-free for no reason. It's like, there's nothing wrong with you if you have gluten. You're just choosing. (laughs) Yeah, you're absolutely... And it's kind of moving the end of this decade. You're already seeing the transformation into vegan is now taking over. And I think next decade is going to be all vegan beyond impossible. We're, we're, next, yeah, we're next, right next decade it. is going to be impossible. Everything yeah, just, just vegan plant, plant I'm going to be meatless ribs. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. I'm going to hate myself, but it's going to be everything. They're going to be making houses out of plants. It's just, it's all, <laughs> I mean, I guess they kind of are wood, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we get a, Please tell me we're going to insert a, a Full House Woodchuck <laughs> soundbite right there. Gonna have to wait that. Made of uh, but yeah, okay. I see. We went. We went different route. I think. I think both. Because yeah, I mean, I lived in I lived in L.A. and New York for a good yeah. chunk of this decade. What? What is and that? It's a lot of gluten free folks. Out what there. is that though? People ordering gluten free when they don't need gluten-free like what what because it even as many people who need gluten-free i can't believe so many restaurants have gluten i I mean on every menu it's gluten-free gluten-free but it it just i don't get it it's i mean it's a it's a health thing is it wanting to like yeah that's all that's all it is is they do it's like part of diets you're cutting out all the there's like a lot of that stuff in gluten right. that just makes you, it's like in bread and stuff. Yeah, it just no. makes you I, I know someone who had like I know people who have actual gluten allergies, and yeah, uh, you and that's see the thing. them I break out and like it, it doesn't a look real fun. gluten allergy. Yeah. Like I knew a guy who every time he went out, he would order the little bottles of champagne because yeah. that's all he could drink, and he couldn't drink beer or anything because he had a legitimate allergy. Yeah. Crazy story. I may have told you this. <laughs> I know this girl. That I met in high school, and we met up again, like, a few years later, and she was talking to me. We went out to dinner, and she was telling me how she always she always knew she kind of had an allergy to it, but it got worse as she got older. Yeah. And she was, she went out with a guy, they went out to dinner, and he ate whatever, you know, he had whatever he was eating. And then they go back to the, to the dorm room. Things get uh, amorous, and they they have a, a, an escapade, and so like he sweat on top of her, oh. and when she went outside in the cold weather, her pores closed up, and she collapsed on the floor because of what he had in him was sweating on top of her, and it got into her system, and she collapsed on the stairs, and they told her she's like, well. What were you doing? She had to explain what was happening. It's like, well, did he eat anything or did he have anything on him? And just said, like, yeah, the sweat from him Jesus. getting into her body, it, the allergy was that bad that she just collapsed and was like, couldn't breathe on the side of the stairs. And they had to come and get her. It's like, so, okay, that's a legitimate allergy. <laughs> that's I can a, respect that. That's a legitimate allergy. And then that night, she got really <laughs> sick again because we ordered, we were at Outback Steakhouse. And they claimed to have a gluten free menu, but something must have gotten on the plate, and she was like puking in the in the bathroom and had to go home early. But wow. 
Yeah, so, so it's a real thing. It's not like these people <laughs> coming out and saying the like, silent oh, killer, I want to be gluten-free for no yeah. reason. It's like... There are people that have needs. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. These people that, that just want to... They just want to say they're eating gluten-free. Like, who cares? Have some bread. You know, it's not if it's not going right. to kill you, then just do it. Well, t- hey. I'll tell you what, and, uh, They got gluten-free pasta and all this stuff. And they meet these girls. They want to have... This... Dude, I'm trying to make some spaghetti. Oh, is that is that pasta gluten free? No, is it gonna hurt you? <laughs> then I'm not making it. Have some well, real listen, pasta. Man. Jeez, Louise, this it's getting hot now. This holiday, <laughs> I want you to freaking. I want nothing but gluten under the tree for you, man. Please, I mean, oh, my mom knows. None of, none of us are yeah. on that gluten free train. She she oh, asked us to leave. That's fantastic. Uh... I want stuffing. She's making those rolls. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Oh, oh, good man. stuff. Hey. I didn't know I was going to get that. Hey, you know, th- I hate anything gluten. can happen. <laughs> anything can happen on Let's Talk Knicks. <laughs> could even spend 45 minutes on talking about the Knicks, which is it's so nice. You know, we, we made it, man. Oh, second second night of Hanukkah, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Thanks, man. Happy Hanukkah Sorry. to you. Uh, <laughs> Not me, but. You know, no, but happy. I, hey, I, happy Hanukkah to everybody. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um. Happy New Year. I don't think we'll be doing another cast until 2020. Um, we'll bring it in big. We'll yeah, I mean, see what happens. Enjoy the holidays. It's always good talking to you, man. It's fun. Can't believe 2020, the next time uh, we'll be talking. Uh, it's been good. It's been a good year. Good year so far. Good, good year. We're episode 28. 28. Just wow. Well, we'll be doing episode 29 in 2020. I'm excited. What else, what else can I say? I got, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> have a, have a say happy bye. new year, man. <laughs> I guess I'll, <laughs> it's been fun. Let's, uh, let's do it again next time. What do you say? I'm there. All right, man. Take it easy. I'll talk to you next time.